so John, thanks very much for coming on. Uh, how have you been finding the last two or three months um, in lockdown? Um, yeah, I suppose it's been it's been tougher and weird. Uh, you know, trying to get used to to know hurling and and football and soccer, whatever, everything on the telly as well, like you know. But uh, I suppose you just kind of have to get on with it at this stage. You know, we don't know what's going to happen or when anything is going to be back, so you just kind of have to keep taking it week by week and and kind of day by day. Yeah, is the uncertainty nearly the worst part of it that you just don't know when you return to action? Yeah, that's the thing. If we if you actually had an idea of what was happening or what was going on, you could maybe try and plan or you know get a few things in place. But because you don't know what's going to happen, you you just kind of have to just exactly just get on with it, and that's all. Would you be against the behind closed doors scenario if that was the only way of playing this year? Um, I don't know about being against it, but. I don't think it would. Um, I don't know. They wouldn't. Like inter county hurling is all about is all about atmosphere and yeah. you know. Like, I don't think if you were to wrap up in a match in the middle of August or not August September or October with with nobody there, you wouldn't exactly get the same buzz yeah. as what you would if there was if there was forty thousand people inside in Semple Stadium or Parky Quay. Yeah, it's probably even hardly more so than even football. You can just even feed off the atmosphere, you know, every it's so quick the game and I'd say it plays a massive um, part in the actual game itself. Exactly, yeah. Like you know, if, if you if someone makes a big catch or something like that and or or scores a point or a goal or something like that, the atmosphere, the, the boost that you get off the crowd is is probably one of the one of the not the best things about about GA, like, you know. But if you were to play that behind closed doors, it might have to come to that, but it wouldn't be the it wouldn't be the same feel for 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 any player, I don't think. Yeah, so move on to Tipperary. Um, you won the All Ireland on twenty one titles in twenty ten. Twenty ten, yeah. Uh, what was that feeling like? Uh, getting your hands on your first All Ireland medal, if you like. Yeah, I suppose I was only after turning eighteen, so I was, I was just out of minor, so it was kind of it was kind of a new experience, and then to be playing to be playing on that team with the like there was ten, there was ten senior panelists on that team. Like so, to be playing with them, it was a fairly surreal thing at the time. But uh, yeah, sure, it was great. Like you know, we we the lads had had after winning the senior the week before, and then seven six days later, then we went on one twenty one, which was a uh, which was quite quite a quite a good feat. Do you feel the pressure nearly from the likes of the county like Tipperary to, especially even underage, to come through and and win all Ireland's and then go on to the senior team and again win all Ireland's at senior level? Yeah, see that's the thing. There's a there's an expectation there every year for Tipperary to to win an All Ireland or at least get to it anyway. It, like it's 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 noticeable since even since the minor has went under seventeen, they're expected to Tipperary is expected to get some Munster finals, All Ireland finals in every age group. Like you know, so there is an expectation there, but I, I don't I don't think I don't think it's a, it's a pressure it's a pressure feeling at all. Would um, the minor on the 21 championships just be enjoyable uh, to play? And would you have been given that bit more freedom than you would have been uh, given nowadays, maybe in senior? Yeah, like they were very enjoyable, especially when you're 16, 17, you're playing with um, with a load of with a load of fellas from all from all over the county. So it's very enjoyable. I think the under 21 grade is probably the, the most enjoyable grade because back when I was playing, it was straight knockout. So. Mm. You win, you're true. You lose, you're gone. That's it. You could be training for four months for one game. Mm. But luckily enough, the first year I was there, we won it. Second year, we got knocked out in the Munster semi, and then the third year, then Claire Claire beat us down in Ellis Park in the Munster final. So, the under twenty one grade would have been would have been the most enjoyable because 
there's not that much pressure. You're kind of you're trying to maybe show off and impress the management of the senior teams and and stuff like that. So that that's where you kind of do your best hurling. Yeah, and then I think you came into the senior panel was it in 2013. Then. Yeah, so I can't, like I would have been on the senior panel, the, the extended panel in kind of maybe 2010. Just Liam brought me in yeah. for a couple of couple of challenge games and stuff like that. Just basically making up the numbers, and then. In 2011 and 12, then I decided that I just concentrated on the 21. And then in, in 13, then when Eamon, when Eamon O'Shea took over, I, I, I came in then. Yeah, what was it like just coming in? Because I'm sure you've been watching these players uh, through the years and now you suddenly you're, you're training and playing with them. Oh, yeah, so that's the thing. Like, you come into a dressing room and, and, you're, and all of a sudden you're looking up to, the, to one of the greatest hurdles of all time in Owen Kelly and you come into a dressing room and then you're sitting there beside him having a chat, like, you know, but... So the likes of the likes of Larry Corbett as well, and 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 all these lads, you know. So it was it was a fairly surreal feeling, but you'd have to be you'd have to cut off that that feeling fairly quickly if you if you if you want to stay involved, you know. Yeah, you probably say that in twenty fourteen was kind of the, the first big year, if you like. Um, you lost the uh, was it the national hurling um, league final to Kilkenny, which would then obviously you meet them again in um, September. What was like um, what was it like losing that that league final to put you off at all going into the summer? Not really, because after say after getting after getting knocked out pretty early in twenty thirteen, there wasn't exactly too much expectation mm. on it. So to get to the league final, it was the way we were kind of looking at it was the more games you have before championship, the better. Yeah. So that kind of gave us the launch pad then to go on in twenty fourteen, then to try and to, to try and compete then an all Ireland final stage because the year before. Kilkenny beat us in Nolan Park, so we didn't exactly exactly have a stamp on the championship. So we, we, we kind of just put our shoulders to the wheel and, and went at it. Would it be fair to say maybe from the hurlers anyways, that compares to footballers, maybe the footballers can uh, concentrate a bit more on the league and then the hurlers are kind of just building to that Munster Championship come May maybe? Yeah, see that's it because the Munster Championship is so tough, you have to, you have to be prepared for it. And the more games that you have in the league is going to prepare you for that, you know, and, and, that, and that league final nearly one of the best games that I've ever played in but um, you know to, to go in and play a, a league final against Kilkenny and in that atmosphere and then what was I think it was four weeks later in the first round of the championship like you know you couldn't, you couldn't have any better preparation Yeah and then you ended up in the All-Iron final then September against Kilkenny again and your first sort of All-Iron final what was the build up like to that and sort of the nerves maybe you might have had going into that one Uh very very little nerves now to be honest um, I wouldn't be one for getting nervous anyway I kind of just I have a fairly fairly relaxed character in, in preparing for matches and, and getting and in the dressing room and stuff like that you know you have you have your certain players in the dressing room to do that for you but um, oh, the atmosphere around us was brilliant you know but again I suppose the expectation going in was fairly was fairly slim considering Kilkenny were were there thereabouts for the, for the last maybe 10 years you know so but we went out and Unfortunately, we left it behind us, and then and then lost the replay. You know, but look, that them, them things happen. Happen. You have to lose some to win some. Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, it was a great game um, to watch, and it was a good few questions were asked about that that Hawkeye one. Um, you, you had the chance to to win to win the All Ireland final, and it was it was a fair distance. Did you think at the time when you once you struck it, because the thing the fans were nearly behind the the goal seemed to think it was over, and no one knew what was happening then. Uh, at the at the time, I thought it was over, but um, but I, what I didn't what I didn't realize was Paddy Mayer was stood was standing right behind me, and Paddy Paddy kind of knew straight away that 
I was fairly convinced it was over, but Paddy, Paddy kind of knew that that was after going wide, so he was he was just preparing there that minute, like he tell you himself, he was kind of preparing for for a replay that, at that stage, like you know. But but for me, and I think Noel McGrath came up to me straight away as well, and he was like, "Well, what do you think?" I thought it was over, but you know, if Hawkeye wasn't there, probably would have been given you. you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was probably that 20 or 30 seconds nearly. It was just between the replay and winning an All-Ireland. It was surreal nearly. Oh, that's it, yeah. But for, like, you know, I was, I was kind of I was kind of after hitting a few frees, a few long-range frees well that day. So, mm. Shamey came out and had a look and he kind of just said, no, Bubbles is the, long, the long-range free taker. So, I just stepped up and I was confident or whatever. But, you know, obviously, obviously now it's, it's, it's in the history books now at this stage. Yeah, and then you ended up um, losing the replay. As you said, you probably might have left the first game behind you. Um, what was it like sort of losing that one? I suppose it was um, very disappointing. Yeah, I was very disappointed, especially after the first game, playing so well. And maybe maybe Kilkenny didn't play as well in the first game. And then the, the roles kind of reversed then in the second game. Kilkenny played a lot better and we, and we didn't play as well. So, And Kilkenny got over the line, which is... Which is which? Which at at that at that time they were they were fairly good at doing like you know they were they were good at eking out results and, and so they're they're very good at at closing out games. Yeah, we kind of the first game left it behind them, but we didn't. But the minute that was over, we were back training on the Monday, and we kind of just felt right. It's still there for us, but you know the team that Kilkenny were back around then, they they were they were they were they were pretty pretty uh, unbeatable. I think around around that time. Yeah, on a personal note, you, you managed to win an All-Star that year, so it's probably something a year you look back with fondness in a way and then disappointment as well. Ah, yeah, look, you, like it's the end, of year, the end of year kind of award thing or whatever, like it's it's nice to get them, but I think that that night I was asked as well, like, what would, would you change anything? Was, mm. Obviously, obviously you changed that All-Star award for, for another All-Ireland, yeah. but so as, as, as I said, wasn't wasn't to be in... And to be fair, Kilkenny were, were more than deserving winners. Yeah, in 2015, then you won the Munster Championship. Uh, what's it like to play in the Munster Championship? Because it seems every game is so intense. All the teams are of a similar level. So, what, what, what's it like to play in? So that's the thing. Like back then, it was kind of it was it was quarter final, semi and final. Like you have three, you have to have three yeah. games to win to win a Munster Championship. But like, there's nothing better than going down to Limerick or going down to Cork. Playing a playing a, a monster semi final and lads lads hopping off you and you know and, and stuff like this. But the monster championship is probably one is probably the most exciting championship to play in because of, because it's so hotly contested. Yeah, it's never seemed to to lose anything like um, it's touch I suppose with the maybe the football. As you know, you don't have provincial championships as competitive. A monster championship is always competitive every single year. Yes, and and even now with the with every, with every team playing each other. It's even it's even more hotly contested now because there's a home and away. Whereas yeah. before it could have usually been like if we played Limerick, it could have been in Cork or played Watford and Cork and stuff like this. But now the home and away is after making it even better. So mm. you know the game the games are even more competitive now. Yeah, and that I suppose you probably love the round robin sort of format that you get to play games every sort of weekend. Yeah, that's the thing. Like it's um, it's it's tough going. Like yeah. so you're either play. Like I think the first year we played four game four games in a, in a row for in four weeks like you know and like it's 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 tough it's tough going but like any player will tell you you'd rather play ten games in twelve weeks than than two games in twelve weeks like you know 
Yeah, going into the Monster Championship, how much are you actually thinking nowadays about the actual title? Because you know that the bottom two are actually out of the championship. So is it about nearly just staying in the championship first of all, and then we'll see if we get into a final or not? That's the thing. Like the first the first year that I came in, we got knocked out. So it was a it was a very dis, it was a very disappointing year. But but last year we just had a focus of of for I think it was after the league. I think we had six weeks or seven weeks until or even eight weeks until their first round. And it was just about that Cork game and that's all. And try and get off to a winning start. And then after that, then you, you start concentrating on, on second game, third game. So it's just to try and you kind of target your first two games as two wins. Yeah. Try to try and qualify or, or, or kind of stay out with the bottom two or whatever. And then, and then concentrate then on, on, the, on the second two games after that. Yeah, so then we'll move on to 2016 then. You got your your first All-Ireland after losing the one in 2014 and you, you scored 1-5 in that game. Um, what was that feeling like, finally get, uh, get your hands on uh, Lee McCarthy? Yeah, I suppose it was kind of kind of slightly overdue for, for, the, for the group of players that we had going from 2010 to, to 16 with, with no All-Ireland, you know, five years, six years of a gap. Like, So um, it was more so... It was it was a satisfaction, but it was also a relief as well because you know to find to finally get the finally get over the line and so again again coming up against against uh, Kilkenny, you know same old time. You're not going to get any different than Kilkenny from from Kilkenny, like you know. So we we're just happy to to to, get, to actually just get over the line, really. Well, was it a mental thing maybe at the time of Kilkenny that they had beaten you in a few finals and you just hadn't managed to get over the line? I don't I don't think it was a mental thing. I just I just think that it was. Both, te- both teams ha- have a lot of respect for each-, for each other and every game was hotly contested. There was very little in, in-, in any game between the two counties and-, and Kilkenny were probably just that small bit better in the previous years at, at closing out games, whereas in 2016 then we, we-, we just got on top for, for that game and-, and that's basically, I don't, think- I don't think there's a mental edge or anything like that. You don't, especially at inter-county level, you don't, you, don't, you don't think that way. It's kind of just, you-, you think about yourself, you don't think about, about the other team. You've been disappointed then not to follow that up maybe with another All Ireland the, ne- the next year then or you know you had a few classics with Galway and they just came on uh, on the other side of that. Yeah, so like in in three years we had, in or in, I think four years we had All Ireland semi finals with Galway, you know, and and it was we win one, Galway win one, we win one, yeah. Galway. So again, it's kind of very similar to to Kilkenny, like it was very nip and tuck between ourselves and Galway, and and we were coming out on top and they were coming out on top, but. I think that 17 semi final probably we we didn't play well so that was that was probably the the biggest factor in in the group say we we knew we didn't play well in that game and and to lose the way we lost then was 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 pretty disappointing What's it like playing in these sort of frantic games? Because the game just seems so quick it's hard to nearly catch a breath when you're playing against the likes of Galway Cork Kilkenny yeah, yeah, you actually don't. You actually don't realize it. Like it's the game is seventy minutes, but it goes by so quick. It's 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 madness. Like how how quick it actually feels because the game is just so fast. Like especially when it gets to mm. we'll say a Munster semi final or final and then into the All Ireland, it's just getting quicker and quicker and quicker. And and it's 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 just pure crazy. Like you don't you don't exactly remember what happens in games until like if you if you if if you're the type of person to go back and look at it or. Or your stats man or something sends you on stuff like you, you only realize then Jesus like four, 15 minutes in I got my first touch of the ball or something like this like you know but the games are absolutely crazy fast like 
you would even say the skill level and fitness is improving year on year and you know I mean, you can see that in quality matches with you say in the last three or four years even yeah it, that's the that's the thing like it's it's becoming more professional every year so every team is trying to is trying to gain some sort of, of an yeah. advantage over the other and every little thing every team is trying to do it and it's just about which team does that does that little thing that's more bit better and that's how that's how teams maybe are becoming that that bit more successful you know and so it, it's it's getting more professional and, and getting it's it's uh it, it's it's getting tougher and tougher each year to keep to keep that up like you know yeah would you see i know it's it's not professional but as you said there has the professional sort of aspects to it would you see that as a negative or a positive um as a, as a player even training and, and playing well it all, it all it all depends like um like it, it you're a bit you're training basically four or five days a week like and and to try and find the time then the, and, the, and the other days that you're not that you're not training then you're at home doing your stretching and your recovery and stuff like that like you know so it's getting harder and harder every year but like it's it's either a case of if you if you want to do it you'll do it if you don't you won't like you know and that's why and and that's what I think is like that's not the only thing that's that's differs between a club player and an inter-county player is, is the inter-county player might be willing to do it and the club players yeah. might, might not you know? Yeah, it's probably even creeping into the clubs now, maybe the last two or three years, sort of strength and conditioning, even the fitness levels is um, required to play club football is even growing every year now. Yeah, and, and that's becoming more and more and more competitive every 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 year as well. Like, you know, and every team is kind of getting stronger, you know, and especially in the football. You can see in the football there, like Cara Finn, they're, they're like yeah. an inter-county yeah. in itself, you know, so, you know, it, it's... It's it's becoming more and more and more professional in each in each in each um in each code and and every level then as well. Yeah, so we move on to last year. Then Liam Sheedy um came back. Um, was it a big thing him coming back in? Obviously, he won the All Ireland in twenty ten. And what sort of impact did he have on on the panel? Uh well, yeah, he had a, he had a big enough impact, alright. But it was more so kind of the lads that he brought in around him that kind of complimented him. Like Liam was kind of a Liam would organise stuff, and uh, and then as long as everyone else does what he what he wants them to do, that that's basically it. Like, and so it, he didn't exactly bring any magic formula or anything like that. He just brought he just brought good lads in around him, and 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 we kind of we kind of we were just feeding off them lads, you know. Yeah, it was a bit of a roller coaster year because you started the Munster Championship brilliantly. I think you won three, four games comfortably, and you were looking like the standout team. And then Limerick kind of brought you back down to earth nearly um, in the final. They won comfortably enough. Was that a massive blow? Um, I don't know. Yeah, we kind of yeah we kind of started very well, and then I think we kind of over we kind of overbuilt towards the final maybe, and and Limerick Limerick probably. They probably took a, a bit longer to get going during the year, and then when they hit the Munster final, then they were they were absolutely flying it, you know. And, and any team that would have played Limerick that day wouldn't have won, like you know. So, but it was, yeah, lose, losing losing the Munster final after winning the four games was was a bit of a was a bit of a lull. But like you've no choice but to get back over fairly quick because I think we were out two weeks later than after that. Yeah, did it work maybe in your favour that kind of people in it took a bit of the pressure off you maybe that. People thought they were thinking you'd a standout team, and then suddenly Limerick had just overtaken you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah. Probably took pressure off, say supporters-wise. They probably came back down to earth us more, but we, yeah. but we knew kind of like that. We didn't perform on the day. Limerick, Limerick played very well, and you know we we just kind of needed to get going again, and and just got back down to basics, then back in training again. 
Yeah, so then you comfortable enough win against uh, Leash in the quarterfinal. You play Wexford, then they just won the, the Leinster final. Uh, you're down to 14 men, I think you're five or six points down. Like, how did you manage to, to claw that one back and get over the line? Was it just through spirit? Um, it's hard to know. It's kind of like it's kind of um, like GA is getting more like other sports, whereas you kind of you kind of prepare for scenarios, whereas or your your goal down with a minute with a minute to go or yeah. something like this you're a man down or or whatever like so we kind of so every every team probably trains for it you be you could be inside and train you're playing 15 on 13 or something like that and you and just to try and get used to it and if it actually happens in the eventuality so we didn't really do anything we kind of just i think the 14 players that were on the field just kind of said right it's it's do or die here like we we're yeah. not going to leave because we're after putting so much effort in earlier on in the year we didn't want to just kind of leave Wexford run away with it, you know. So, and then we just ended up we just ended up coming out on top. Yeah, which and I think I think our I think our substitutions, our think I think our substitutions probably were the, were the keyest people in it. Like you know they they came on and made a big difference. I think out of I think that out of five substitutions, I think they scored six or seven points. You know, so it's a big contribution. Yeah, would you even say say experience counts for a loss as well? Because Wexford probably wouldn't have been in that situation, and then suddenly they're on the verge of an All Ireland, where you've been in semi-finals, finals, and done that before. I don't know. I think the experience thing could be overplayed because Lins are Wexford were just after beating Kilkenny in the Leinster mm. final, you know. So they had the experience of doing it. I I don't know. It's it's hard to know. Yeah, we have we had a lot, we had a good bit of experience of being in finals, but then at the same time. We had we had a lot of new guys as well, and a, and a lot of younger guys. But maybe our younger guys playing in all Ireland finals and winning all Ireland finals under age probably probably stood to them after coming in making an impact off the bench and stuff. So yeah, you you, you could say experience, but then I'd say kind of just I'd say I I just say our substitutions kind of kind of just our our substitutions worked out better than maybe Wexford's maybe. Yeah, so then you end up against Kilkenny in the final again. I see Richie Hogan got sent off. Uh, kind of compared to you, then they nearly collapsed, if you like. How big is it to lose a man in a game like hurling that is so quick and everything? Yeah, so that's the thing. It could, it could go either way. Like in the semi-final, it, like, it worked out for us. And then in the final, then it obviously didn't work out for Kilkenny. Yeah. But like, uh, that's just kind of a... I, I, it's just the way the ball. It's just the way the ball rolls, really. I, I, I think like I don't think it's a mindset thing or anything like that. I just think it's, it's how it's how people react maybe to do it. And, and in the final, we could have reacted differently to Kilkenny going down, going down a man, but but we we actually we actually kind of just drove on even that even bit more. So that was that was probably the most satisf- satisfying thing of the whole thing that we actually drove on after after. Them going out to fourteen, we actually picked it up a bit instead of instead of taking the foot off the pedal. Yeah, do you really think you might have not got the credit you deserve for the actual performance of the game? Maybe that people thought oh, it was because only because Kilkenny had the man sent off, but you drove it on and you took the game out of sight. Yeah, maybe. I, I it's hard. It's hard to know. Um, obviously, it could have been a completely different game if Kilkenny had fifteen men because I think when Richie did get sent off, I think there was. I think Kilkenny could have been up, even up a point. Yeah. I'm not sure on that now, but but um, John, but kind of we we just came out the second half and just kind of kind of went shoulder to the wheel and and um may, maybe Kil, if, if Kilkenny had 15, maybe it would have been different. Maybe not. Like it's it's hard to know. No 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 one can tell tell any different. Like you know. Yeah, so with the AMB every year, then 
for a county like Tipperary, the All Ireland to win the All Ireland is that the aim every year? Oh yeah, well, it's the, it's the aim of the players, but it's also it's the aim of the it's the, it's the aim of the supporters, and and it's kind of a like for a county like Tipperary and, and the amount of All Irelands they've won and, and the size of it and the hurling tradition there, it's all it's always going to be like I wouldn't say a failure if you don't win it, but if 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 you're not close, yeah. uh, everyone would be pretty disappointed, you know. And we'd say last year in or two years ago in seventeen and eighteen when we didn't get there, though it was there was a lot of pressure the following years then on the players and on the management and stuff like you know. So it, it's it's tough with the pressure, but you just you either either you either live by the pressure or you, you suffer with it, like you know. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll move on to a few of the questions people sent in and uh, thanks to everyone for sending them in. Um, one here saying, uh, what was the favorite, your favourite match that you played in? Um, geez, that's actually hard to know. Uh, I think my favourite match that I played in was probably one that we lost. It was the, probably the Munster Under-21 final against Clare in Ennis Park. Um, I was captain and this Clare team were an up-and-coming team. And we were literally a minute away from from walking out with our backyard with a with with the Munster Cup, like. But they got a last minute goal and and they ended up winning. But that's probably the the highlight game, I'd say that kind of stands out for me really. What would have been your favourite score that you've scored in a match? Favourite score that I scored in a match. Um, I think. One, I think my equalizing my equalizing point against Kilkenny in the fourteen final. I think Noel McGrath hit me a crossfield ball, and I just picked it up, and I think I stepped on Larkin and shot it over from, I think it was maybe ten yards from the end line out near the sideline. So that that could be uh, that could be one of them. Uh, we'll nearly combine two here. So it was like, who would be your toughest opponent, and who would be the toughest player to to mark in training? Toughest opponent. Um, I see there's so many Paul, Paul, Paul Murphy from Kilkenny obviously obviously stands out there um, I think Aidan Aiden Hart from Galway as well is probably another one and the toughest opponent in training then will be probably, probably Ronan Maher uh, Would there be a player that you would have looked up to um, in your younger days? Well obviously it would have been it would have been Owen Kelly, um, so we're kind of we're similar enough in, in the positions that we play and stuff like that. But then, from my own club, and he, and he used to train Tipperary as I would be Declan Fannin. He would have been a fairly big um, uh, influence on my career. He he started hurling with Tip at a at a kind of later age than than some players would or or whatever. And um, yeah, I'd say I'd say Declan Declan would be would be would be up there. One here says, uh, "Where did you get the nickname Bubbles from?" <laughs> uh, I think I think I think everybody knows that now at this stage. Um, when I was born, I I, I was born. I had, a, I had hairy legs and big head of hair and hairy back and the whole lot. And I was just after coming out of the womb, and my mother says that uh, he looks like Michael Jackson's monkey. Michael Jackson's monkey is called Bubbles. So, uh, Advice for uh, players taking frees. Um, when you have when you have your when you have your routine, stick to it. 
even even if it starts going wrong or you have a, you have a bad day, um, just because you have one bad day doesn't mean that that the routine is 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 wrong or is broken. You just need to, you just need to get maybe get back down, get the confidence up, and I think one of the most important things for a free taker is your first free, no matter where it is on the pitch, you go with it with a conviction and with a confidence that you're going to put it over. And I always say, if you score your first free, you'll, you'll, you'll always nail nine out of 10 after that. Yeah, is it even a confidence thing, I suppose, as well, that you just get, get off so, the more so confidence. Yeah, it's a more so confidence thing than anything else. If, you, if, you're, if you're confident in your own ability and confident no matter where it is that you're going to score it, you have a ninety percent chance of getting it. If you're walking up and you're thinking to yourself, "Oh Jesus, this is a hard free," you're more than likely going to miss. It. Um, who would have been the best player you've played with? Owen Kelly. And finish up. Uh, someone just said, uh, "What hurls do you use?" Uh, Jim O'Brien in Drangan in Tipperary. He's um. He'd be one of the best now. He's he's been supplying me for 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 a good few years, and he supplies a lot of lads. But um, yeah, it would have been always Jim O'Brien. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap it up there, uh, John. Thanks very much for coming on. No bother, Todd. Thanks, Dar. And uh, keep an eye on the channel. Uh, more videos coming soon.